The Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Good Saturday afternoon, high school hoop fans. Terrence Arney, alongside Jerry Stenger, we're here at the Wildcat Gym at Franklin County High School for a Saturday matinee, if you would. The East Central Trojans are in town to take on the home team, the Wildcats. Wildcats at 8-4 and four this year on the season, being led by senior guard Brant Ertle. Meanwhile, the Trojans, 2-8 and eight on the season, being led by second-year player Carson Pizanka. Carson averaging just a hair under 15 points a game. It should be a good one here today. Uh, Terrence learned uh, uh, got in Mark Foster's ear, the head coach of the Wildcats. I've seen his best player, Ertle, in a walking boot. Uh, he will not play today. And he said uh, he could have as many as uh, three other senior starters mm. not available as well due to sickness. We'll have to see as the game progresses. Um, so uh, in a game that uh, be- last weekend you would have thought that Franklin County would uh, be a heavy favorite um, with the injuries and the sickness might have sure. evened things out a little bit. Corsi Central uh, started out 0-8, got their first two wins last weekend against Rushville and Raw. So a little momentum coming into this game and uh, uh, only about 11 miles separating these two schools, so they're very familiar with each other on and off the basketball court. And uh, like I said, with the injuries hampering Franklin County a little bit, this could turn into a pretty good basketball game here today. And when you talk about those those East Central losses, the vast majority, in fact, all of them, out of conference. This, of course, is going to be just their second conference game of the season. Looking at about six minutes before tip-off, we're going to step away briefly, come right back, bring you the tail of the tape, and have some exciting basketball action for you here on our Saturday afternoon matinee. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Grain-fed, farm-raised beef by Dale and Randy Lutz. Free from any hormones or growth stimulants. Cut at local processors. The dream dinner. Well, you're in luck. Lutz Beef is for sale. Lutz Beef can easily be picked up any Wednesday and during Saturday auctions at the Lutz Auction Center. Right off Highway 1 in Dover. Get your fillets, ribeyes, roasts, stew meat, ground beef, and so much more. They even have quarter, half, and whole beefs available. Lutz Beef, make it what's for your dinner. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back, Hoop fans. Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Singer live from the Wildcat Gym here at Franklin County High School for a Saturday matinee between the East Central Trojans and the home team, the Franklin County Wildcats. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape. As we mentioned, the two records, 2-8 and eight for the Trojans, 8-4 and four for Franklin County. That might be a little bit misleading. Um, again, most of those, in fact, all of those losses 
or contribute to that very tough out-of-conference schedule that East Central likes to play. The Trojans led by Coach David Disborough. In his 24th season at East Central, 327 and 212 overall, he'll be coaching up against uh, the Wildcats coach Mark Foster, 26 and 10 in just his second year at Franklin County. Their last outing, as you mentioned, East Central, Jerry, getting a win over Ross out of Ohio, 51-48. Franklin County, oh, they lost a tough one. A nail-biter into overtime, a two-point loss there, 42-40. to And these two teams, over the past 35 years, they've faced each other some 63 different times. And East Central, obviously, has won the Lions' share, if you would, the Trojans' share, if you would, 53-10. to But on their last meeting, uh, January 15th of 2022, Franklin County was victorious, 44-37. Um, but with the injury concerns on the Franklin County side, this is pretty much just a straight-up pick I think it is now with uh, Franklin County losing, uh, I think Coach Foster said about 35 points and over 20 rebounds a game he's losing. That's a lot to lose. It is. It um, is. Both these teams aren't real explosive offensively. They'll... Try to control the tempo. Not very high scoring. Um, you know, interestingly, Mark Foster coached and taught uh-huh. down at East Central until he came up here a couple, I guess, a year ago. Uh, and who 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 he followed was Eric Eberns, who okay. also at one time uh, was a teacher and coached under Dave Disbro at East Central. So, as I said earlier, there is a lot of familiarity, uh, right. personally and professionally, between these. Two teams and their coaching staffs. Uh, they are good friends in the off season. Uh, I think they still hang out around together. Probably hit the golf courses every now and then mm-hmm. when they get a chance. Uh, but Mark Foster in his first year last year uh, really came in and uh, had a f- tremendous year his first season. Actually, one point uh, through the year, won 15 in a row, which yes. I can guarantee you has never happened here at Franklin County. I believe I might be off a year. I believe the first graduating class here in Franklin County was 1990. Okay. Um, I may be off a year, but uh, it, it, incredibly that uh, Franklin County has yet to win a basketball sectional in all those mm. years. And I was trying to go back today and research before we came up here. You talked about their win last year. Now I went back 30 years, and they. I went back in the last 30 years, they have never beaten East Central twice in a row in the right. basketball court. Right. Uh, so they have a chance to do something today that I know they haven't done in a long time and maybe in the history of Franklin County High School. Uh, so it would be an interesting game today. Coach Foster is going to have to get some uh, points and some big-time play out of guys who uh, really actually don't ever see the varsity uh, yeah. floor. But uh, we'll see how it goes. And even and if, in fact, you know, Ertl can't go today. Again, he leads them in scoring. That'll be a vacuum created, no doubt. But even if he were playing, these teams are extremely evenly matched. Yeah. 47 points to 48 points a game. We're talking about a possession Yeah. in terms of being able to decide this affair. And um, But, of course, again, with, with that much firepower off the floor, we just got to call it a pick em. Uh yeah. John Harrell not privy to that information, had picked Franklin County to win this game. Uh, But again, with the absences of some of that senior talent, we'll call it a pick We will step away now for the playing of the National Anthem and other pre-game duties that will be done here 
And when we come back, we'll have live action from the Wildcat Gym at Franklin County High School right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' Delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house made ranch, house made pizza sauce, or garlic butter, we have breadsticks nirvana. You also got to try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet heat deliciousness. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812 933 0333, Ison's Family You rely on your internet service to stay connected, meet deadlines, bring your family together, work, and learn from home. So don't settle for anything less than the best. Great Plains Communications brings you fast, reliable services delivered by our high-capacity fiber network. Brought to you by a local provider with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit gpcom.com to get your home connected. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And we're back here at Wildcat Gymnasium at Franklin County High School. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Countdown at the tip-off. We also would like to thank our sponsors for making this broadcast possible. A special thanks to Lutz Beef. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bronze Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Kurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Community College. As we are just about ready to go, Jerry, what do you have in the way of starters for this afternoon's game? Well, Terrence, first for the East Central Trojans, they will go with a four-guard uh, center lineup. Number 22, Carson Bazanka, a 6'1 sophomore. Number 32, Dylan Maxwell, a 6-foot junior. Number 34, Reese Hofer, a 6-foot senior. Number 44, Cole Wheat, a 6'4 senior. And number 50, Connor Kuhn, a 5'10 junior. For the Wildcats, as I said, down three, maybe four starters today due to injury and sickness. Starting will be number... 12, a sophomore at six foot, Quinn Gilman. Number 14, junior Eli Butt. Number 23, Brady Moorhead, a 5'11 senior. Number 32, Xander Rodriguez, a six foot senior. And Tanner Wurtz, number 44, a 6'4 senior. You mentioned earlier the Wildcats losing a tough one to uh, Hauser in overtime. Of yep. course, 
Hauser is coached by our comrade's son, Rob Moorhead's son, is the coach of the Hauser Jets, Trent. And they tip things off. Franklin County secures the tip, and they bring it up across the timeline with Quinn Gilman. Gilman holds the ball high, direct a little traffic with his offhand. Eli Butt comes over to take over ball handling duties, and they run a set right off the bat. Gilman going to be call an on, excuse me, a foul called away from the ball. Moving screen by Xander Rodriguez there. So an empty possession to start things off in East Central with Paisanka gets things started on here on the left wing. Paisanka up top, going up against an inverted, a 3-2 zone here. Continuing to work the ball around the arc, looking for a hole. Found a little something on the near side with Hoffer, but he would not take the shot. It's a turnover, and the Wildcats are off and running. Number 23, Brady Moorhead, brought that ball down quickly, but the defense able to get in place and turned him away. Back up top now, holding it on the near wing is Gilman. Gilman dribbles back to his left for Butt. Back to Gilman. Then back up top with trying to navigate the East Central's 2-3 zone. They do get inside. Dribble move out to the wing. Three ball on the way. No good. But a nice rebound by Rodriguez. Rodriguez puts it up and then on his way back down to go up again. They get him for the travel. Slow start. Both teams here. First minute and a half. Turnover on each end of the floor and a foul. First possession down for Franklin County. So as you mentioned, no score with 6.36. Rodriguez, he's been involved in both offensive possessions, maybe not the way he wanted to, but he's making his presence felt all the same. East Central now with the ball, working it back and forth, two-man game up top. Maxwell, and they go down to the corner, looking to try to get something inside. Hoffer was looking inside, but he's going to send it back around the arc. Hoffer again, thought briefly about a three, not there. Paisanka trying to dribble drive, can't get it back up top. Maxwell now finds someone down low, Cole Wheat that is. And they're going to say a foul, reach-in foul from Franklin County as Wheat wanted to gather and go up strong. Two minutes in, pretty ugly so far offensively. And a point-blank miss on the little bunny there from Paisanka. And back the other way we go. Score remains 0-0. Well, it's whichever team is going to start hitting from the outside is more than likely going to win this game. Right there, there is nothing going on inside. Both teams really packing their zone in. Yes. Yeah, very aggressive uh, with design. East Central in particular, at moments in time, that two three zone almost looks like a box in one with how far up they come to meet the uh, meet the Wildcats on the floor. And a nice dribble drive penetration and handoff from Pazanka, but again, can't get the bunnies to go. That time it was weak. Yep. About a five-foot jump shot. And a steal from Maxwell. And Maxwell says... No worries, guys. I've got this one. He goes coast to coast, lays it in for two, our first points of the game. 
Franklin County now looking to answer. Gilman goes baseline, gets inside, trying to pass that one across the lane. And Pazanka, excuse me, Maxwell rather, jumps in his way, but deflected out of bounds. It'll stay with the Wildcats. 2 nothing. just under five minutes here in the first quarter. Get it into the left wing. Gilman is there. And Gilman's pass picked off again. Nice two-on-one break. A nice finish from Paisanka. It's 4-0 now. And even though it's still early, Terrence, you can see the struggles Franklin County's having offensively. Not much rhythm there to add insult to injury on that trip down. The Trojans began to press to even further exacerbate their issues they're having. That's what you want to do against an inexperienced guys on the floor. Trying to turn the corner is Gillen. He gets an almost trap, forces a turnover. Maxwell's got options as he moves down the floor. They send it up top. Three ball on the way. Foul on the three. The three is good. The sharpshooter, Connor Kuhn, has the opportunity for the rare four-point play. I say rare. We did a game Thursday night. Batesville had two four-point plays <laughs> by the same player in the same quarter. <laughs> Connor Coon usually not one to uh, put a lot of points on the board, but he can hit an th- occasional three, although he missed a free throw there. Doesn't complete the four-point play, but his squad is up 7 nothing. As Franklin County still trying to navigate this zone, a would-be turnover. But it was stolen back, but then the foul committed. And if that's Rodriguez, he's going to have a seat here early. He's got three fouls already. And (laughs) if uh, Coach Mark Foster was having nightmares before the game, it's just got worse. Because you cannot afford foul trouble when you're down four players before the game even starts. Rodriguez, another senior on this team, so more experience going back to the bench. Joel Richter in there for East Central during a quick stop and play. Richter up top. The lob is good, and a nice finish again by Paisanka showing his talent around the rim. A great finisher he's turned out to be. Sold out on the steal that time. Franklin County, though, able to get it around. This is probably... I was going to say their best offensive possession, looking possession. I was going to say I can't believe Mark Foster didn't take a timeout after that last basket, but with the turnover here, he's going to take one. And we will take a timeout as well. 9 nothing Trojans on top of the Wildcats on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and will never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Linux dealer, celebrating 50 years of excellence. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you in part by Lutz Beef, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gehrings, 
Batesler Chrysler Dodge Jeep. After the timeout, resulted in a turnover on the Aaron Pass, so the Trojans back in business, up 9-0 with the ball. Paisanka down the right-hand side of the lane, hangs and lays it in off the glass. He's showing you all kinds of different shots from his repertoire. He can really, really finish. He's an outstanding young athlete. Starter on the state championship football team. Played incredibly well. Defensive backfield and carrying it right over here to the basketball court. In just his second year, too, Jerry, not a big part of the offense. Came in in spots last year and now leading this team as a sophomore. Franklin County still trying to navigate this defense. Haven't found any answers just yet. They go inside, back outside up top. Dribble drive down the left-hand side of the line, forces a shot, does Eli Butt. He'll be fouled for his efforts, and he'll go to the line to shoot two. They are in desperate need of getting a, a point on the scoreboard, and now they have a chance to do it. And that's, and that's about what they're going to have to do, yeah. Jerry, is just put their head down and drive down the lane. They have four, committed four fouls and four turnovers here already in the first quarter. Meanwhile, Eli Butt good on that first free throw, so it's 11-1. to one. Second shot on its way, and it's good. Wildcats now on the board. Let's see if they can build on it. Their next trip down. Meanwhile, Paisanka's going to walk this one up with 2.28 left here in the first. And the Trojans, as you can imagine, they've got everyone there. They're a little more decisive with what they want to do with the ball. This time swiped away from Pinezonka. Wildcats go back the other way, put one up on the glass, but then loose ball, uh, the loose ball goes out of bounds, last touched by the Wildcats. No sense of urgency here as we get down to about two minutes left. 11-2 the score. Coon down on the baseline. He's being harassed. He's looking, in trouble. Looking to pass it off and a veteran move there. From the juniors, he ricochets that ball off of the defender out of bounds, gets himself a little breathing room. They'll reset. And who subbed there, Jerry? I think that was uh, Richter coming in for Dylan Maxwell. So Richter back in. Plazanka has it up top. Finds Kuhn deep in the corner. He brings it back out. Richter swings it to the left side. Winds up in the hands of Cole Wheat. And now it's back up top. Richter. Paisanka relocated to this near wing. Wanted to try to exploit that side of the floor this time. He gets tangled up with a defender. Dribbles off his foot. Here's a point already early in the game where obviously Franklin County has struggled incredibly to even get a shot off. Yes. They get a turnover from East Central. Now they got to capitalize. Cross-court pass there, saved barely by Eli Butt. Keep this possession alive. They go straight inside now. Wildcats looking to do something. Baseline, they kick it to the corner and just some physical defense along that baseline. Maybe too physical. They're going to call a foul on the Trojans. Bazonka will get his seat. Maxwell comes back in for the Trojans. That foul's going to go against Richter, his first. 
Nice little bounce pass to end ball, but again, no finish. Tanner Wirtz was trying to get the reverse layup. No good. But they maintained possession. And instead of attacking immediately, they give the Trojans a chance to reset the defense. And a reach-in foul a gazillion feet away from the basket. That oh. last possession, Wheat got the rebound and uh, did not see a Franklin County defender behind him. That's how they got repossession of the basketball. And the same thing almost happened again on that miss. So 11-2 to two isn't telling you the story of the Wildcat hustle. They're giving it all they've got, Jerry. They yep. just haven't found the rhythm just yet. Dribble drive inside, fake, handoff to Wheat. Wheat brings it back out. It goes up top, down in the corner for Kuhn. Coach Foster wanted to travel there on Wheat. Did not get the call. Again, they get it down to Cole. Tries to muscle one up, swat it out of there. Rebound down to the Wildcats, and off they go. From the near wing, good. Three-point basket. From Landon Johnson, a 5'9 sophomore, lighting things up. Cuts the lead 11-5. Ten seconds left to go. Trojans obviously going to hold for this final shot. Let's see what they run. Two and a half seconds. Kuhn from the far corner, too much. And that's going to do it for the first quarter, 11-5. Wildcats greatly helped out by that late three-pointer to make it respectable. Trojans on top as we go to the second quarter here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of Boys High School Basketball brought to you this afternoon by Great Plains Communications, Ice and Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, and Margaret Mary Health. Trojans will start off with the ball here in this second quarter. They lead 11-5. Straight away three from Paisaka, and he drains that one. And it's a nine-point lead again. And that's how many Pazaka has here early on, nine of the 14. Now a nice fast break opportunity there for the Wildcats. Ended up being a two-man game between Gilman. And uh, I believe that was... I don't have a 33 on the varsity or JV roster for the Wildcats. (laughs) I thought thought it was my bad eyesight. That's how deep they're going under the bench to find players. So the gentleman, they pulled off the street. 
is at the free throw line. We'll try to get a name for that number first chance we get. Misses the first, got one more, and he makes it. 14-6 now. For now, we'll call him 33. Bizanka walks it up, gets into the meat of that zone, and kicks it back out. Ball now on the near wing. And Hoffer got a drift inside. They were looking for Kuhn. Cole Wheat tangled up there, and they're still going. And I believe a jump ball is going to be called there. And the possession arrow uh, favors the Wildcats. So essentially a turnover there after the, the tie-up. 14-6. Wildcats starting to settle down a little yep. bit, uh, Jerry. We saw that that three was nice to close out the first quarter. Yeah. Let's see if they can build on that. As bad as the first five minutes went. It's really not that out of the uh, their grasp here. Only an eight-point game early in the second quarter. Plazanka with a steal charges toward the basket. He's fouled, so he will go back to the line to shoot two more. That foul was called on Franklin County's Brady Moorhead, his second foul this afternoon. He'll have a seat. Three for Rodriguez, and that's the second on Moorhead. Pizanka from the near wing, a little short. One and done as the rebound comes down for Eli, but he pushes the pace. Three from the opposite side. Johnson. Gentleman from before. Landed Johnson now with two threes. One from each side of the floor to let you know he can do it from everywhere. They'll have to keep an eye on him as this game goes on. An answer three from the far side, and the answer is good. Hofer. Hofer gets that one to go. And look out, folks. It's starting to rain threes in this gymnasium. 17-9 now the score. 6-18. What? Johnson again. This one no good with the heat check three. Paisaka tried to come down with that one, and it is getting physical. Paisaka going to get called for the foul, but he got whacked in the nose on his way down. Already the Trojans are shooting free throws with over six minutes left in the second quarter. Bazanka will be at the line to shoot the one in bonus. And I apologize, that foul was... That was on the 33, who we oh, do yeah. not know who it is. <laughs> Hits the front end of the one and one. Who's 33 for Franklin County? Stevens. Stevenson. Like number 13 on our sheet is act, is the the uh, 33. Okay. Uh, off 13 okay. from the uh, Stevenson. We got it. Thank you. Meanwhile, Paisanka was able to hit both of the free throws. 18-9. That's your score. Franklin County falling in love with the deep Another ball. Three. And that was Quinn Gilman. And, yes, I'm telling you, grab your galoshes. It is truly raining threes in this gymnasium this afternoon. No rain in the forecast unless you're a Wildcat. Up and down miss there for East Central. Franklin County quickly back in the front court with Eli Butt. 18-12. 
And this was almost a double-digit lead now down to six from the free-throw line. A line drive shot from Gilman. Didn't have much on it. Hard off the back iron, but he did draw a foul, and he'll go to the line to shoot two. He makes these two. It's a two-possession game, Jared. Yep. A three-point shot is an equalizer. It really is. You're never out of the game. As long as there's a little bit of time left. So what kind of luxury is that? To be able to reach onto your reserve team and pull up a sophomore with that kind of range. Mm-hmm. Good on the first. Misses the second. So it's technically still a two-possession uh, two game. 18-13. East Central Coon on the far wing. It's got a little room, but doesn't pull the trigger. Instead, Zonka's going to come back this way, gets it right back. They go back to Coon. And again, trying to stretch out this zone, get it to loosen up a little bit. We're getting points on the board. You can see the Wildcats playing uh, with some serious confidence now on defense. Good defensive possession. Still can't get anything in. Now they leave a wide open man from three. No good. And it looked like Hoffer was going to have one there, but halfway down and back up. And a foul again. This has turned into a foul fest as well. It really has. But, again, I suggested that's really what they needed to do offensively, the Wildcats, yep. in terms of maybe get the Trojans out of their rhythm and they get some points, some easy points on the board, and they've done that. Both teams shooting free throws the rest of this quarter. 7,000 each, the Trojans and Wildcats. But gets his first one to go. That foul was called on Paisanka, his second. And it's 18-14 with one more free throw coming. And it's good. A three-point ball game, 18-15. Jarris as close as it's been since early yep. in uh, the first when the Trojans went up 4 nothing. Well, Trojans had an 11-0 lead. Wildcats have outscored them 15-7 since. Working it from uh, around the arc. Two-man game right now between Paisanka and Kuhn. Now Paisanka dribble drives, drops it off. For Hoffer. Hoffer looking, looking. They've got a man inside the zone, but not sure they want to toy with this defense, that front line of this 2-3 zone. And they just keep working it around the arc. Every once in a while, Paisanko will, will dribble drive a little bit, but then it stays outside. Get inside and kick it back for Coon. Still nothing. No, there's. And that's what they didn't want to do were the Trojans. Hoffer tries to go inside. They collapse on him. Almost a trap, if you would, between the front two on that that zone. But they committed a foul, so he will go to the line to shoot two. Will Mac, excuse me, Will Hoffer. Peyton Hofer will check in quickly as Pazalka gets a quick breather. And number 22, Nicholas Vanoven in for the Wildcats. And no doubt, 
Disborough wanted to protect Pizlanka with those two fouls. Didn't want a cheapy here in the remaining three minutes. No good, no good on that uh, front end of the one-and-one one score. Remains 18-15. Wildcats now with the ball, trying to further close the gap. Working it around the arc. Off to Eli Butt. Butt trying to work off of a screen. They send it over to the near side for Van Oven. And now back up top with Eli Butt. Gilman, dribble drive. And was looking for a, yep. a backdoor cutter that did not materialize. Looking for Tanner Wirtz down low and thought Tanner would break to the basket. He stayed stationary and pass just went out of bounds untouched. So another Wildcat turnover. Trojans will turn will take over from there with 246 left in this first half. They lead 18-15. We've been stuck on those two numbers for several minutes now. Bizanka up top using a cold wheat screen. Gets around one defender but stops. Gives it back up. They reset and start all over again. Wheat to Paisanka. Wheat looking down that baseline, and it closed up quick. Back up top. It's playing really good defense, the Wildcats are, and they're going to have to. Stay in this game. It started a little slow for them, but now they've seen it gotten to the rhythm of the game. And, the, and and when the other team is content to just pass the ball around 20 feet from the basket, it makes it a little bit easier to play defense. <laughs> yes, it does. There's really not much they have to do is just kind of follow the ball. Richter. Nice pass inside. And Wheat had a little opening, but then a block. Oh, what a defensive play by Tanner. Tanner Wirtz came over. I think he probably yeah, he came somewhere up. from St. Leon to swipe <laughs> that one. But the ball stays with the Trojans now. Paisanka almost lost the handle there. Regains 128 now on the clock. Very, very long possession finally. A shot. From the far wing, and a good one. Reeves Hofer drains the bottom of that one, 21-15. All three of those for that young man with 112 now on the clock. 21-15. Skip across the baseline. They go inside to the Wildcats and kick it back up top. Three ball. Left side, no good. One and done down to the Trojans. Trojans running the floor now. Trying to get out ahead of this zone. Almost did, but they had to bring it back out. That gave the Wildcats a chance to set up. Paisanka. And they might yeah. hold here for the final yeah. shot as they get inside 40 seconds. They're going to see if they can offer the last shot. Down to 30. And they do seem to be content to just pass it amongst themselves. Oh, that's what happens. And we got to call timeout. Yeah, okay. we got a timeout on the floor. And we will take a 30-second timeout as well. 21-15, Trojans on top here on Country 103.9 WRBI. And on your smartphone using the free tune-in app, search WRBI. 
Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt Melco, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, all sponsors that made this broadcast possible. Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Singer here from uh, the Wildcat Gym at Franklin County High School. Franklin County trailing the visiting Trojans 21-15. Trojans with the ball with just 10 seconds left. Let's see what they do to close out the first half. They kick it to the left side. Three ball on the way. A quick putback. Good if it goes, but it doesn't. And that'll do it for the first half. Trojans 21. Wildcats 15. And we will take a moment to catch our breath. Bring it back and discuss everything that happened there in the first half, including scoring totals for you. It's been a competitive first half of basketball, maybe more so than we originally thought possible. And we've got all for you right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. For 90 years, Marker Mary Health has been serving the community with quality, compassionate care. Today, that commitment is stronger than ever as they continue to invest in and improve services to better serve the complex needs of the community. Although Margaret Mary is proud of their rich history and all they've accomplished in the past, they're even more excited about the future and their ability to provide outstanding care for generations to come. Margaret Mary Health, generations of care. Don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Grain-fed, farm-raised beef by Dale and Randy Lutz. Free from any hormones or growth stimulants. Cut at local processors. The dream dinner. Well, you're in luck. Lutz Beef is for sale. Lutz Beef can easily be picked up any Wednesday and during Saturday auctions at the Lutz Auction Center. Right off Highway 1 in Dover. Get your fillets, ribeyes, roasts, stew meat, ground beef, and so much more. They even have quarter, half, and whole beefs available. Lutz Beef, make it what's for your dinner. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? 
The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. It is halftime at the Wildcat Gym at Franklin County High School where the visiting East Central Trojans have a halftime lead, 21-15. Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Stinger. And, Jerry, I've always enjoyed coming to this venue. They do yep. some of the coolest things at <laughs> halftime here, starting with the, the Chuck It Up contest where they take the little rubber ducks that look like basketballs and Chuck them at the center of the court, and whoever gets closest to the eye, right, the the, the emblem of the wildcat. The wildcat eye, okay. I had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> well, no clue. Well, whoever can chuck it up one of those little rubber ducks that gets it closest to the wildcat's eye wins a prize. Um, they did that, which is a lot of fun, and now they've got um, the Little League basketball. I believe they said fourth graders maybe is what I heard. Could be are are out on the court right now playing in the in the big house to them. Yeah, you yeah. know to be able to, to run out on this court. They've hit the big time here for a few minutes here this afternoon, and they've they've got a couple of buckets going. Yep, and might see our third one here. <laughs> Less for a steal. Well, they've been watching the varsity too much. They've just turned it over. <laughs> And that is probably a good segue to what we saw here in the first two quarters of play. We talked about it in countdown to tip off how short-handed Franklin County would be, and that probably would, if not even things up, would give uh, the Trojans the upper hand in a game that, on paper, they probably shouldn't be winning. Um, just didn't know. We called it just a regular whole pick em. Uh Didn't see a necessarily an advantage either way. Nope. And, you could tell the Franklin County struggled early on, and it was in the name of turnovers. They struggled to even get a shot off, let yeah. alone score a basket. Yeah, it took them uh, about five and a half, six minutes into the first quarter before they even got on the scoreboard. But luckily for them, they found a little spark in uh, Landon Johnson, came off the bench and uh, hit a couple of three-pointers there. Uh, without those, who knows where the uh, game might be. But they settled down a little bit. Uh, I think early in the game they had four fouls and four turnovers before they even uh, had four shots right. uh, at the basket. But, uh, you know, Coach Foster settled them down a little bit, took a timeout. Uh, it, it always helps when you come down and, and find somebody that can make a shot or two, kind of calm things down a little bit. Hey, we're not going to get shut out. We're going to score some points. Uh, let's just settle back in and uh, try to make something happen here. And they ratcheted up on defense a little bit. Uh, got a couple turnovers of their own in that second quarter. And uh, able to, uh, after an East Central 11 nothing start to the game, able to get it back uh, only down 
six here at halftime, 21 to 15. The leading scorer is Johnson. Landon Johnson with them two threes off the bench for the uh, Wildcats. Uh, Eli Butts got four three throws, and uh, Quinn Gimlin's got five points as well. The Trojans are led a uh, really good first half by Carson Bazanka, who's got 11. Uh, Reese Hofer's got five. Connor Kuhn hit a three, and Dylan Maxwell's got a bucket. So uh, 21-15 at half. Trojans by six. Art Terrence, and uh, I would imagine we're going to see uh, pretty much a uh, carbon copy in the second half, what we did in the first half. I would I would tend to agree with you. It was good to see Franklin County could settle down. They trailed 11-5 after the first quarter. Played even in the second, yeah. 10 points yep. each. Uh, so that just goes to show, uh, just goes to show their ability um, to stay with it, stay tough, and um, you know trust the coaching. Yeah, because like you said, no doubt that's what the coaches were saying. You know, hey, settle down. It's a ball game. We, you know, we got a lot of basketball to play. Clean up this and that, and we're back in this game. And yeah. lo and behold, they are. Yeah, just a big old hang with them from Mark Foster and. And, of course, I'm sure he's going into it not knowing what he's going to get out of his guys, uh, starting four new guys. And, uh, of course, one of those got sent to the bench middle of the first quarter with three fouls, Mm. never came back in, uh, and that had to hurt. But luckily for him, like I said, Landon Johnson really, uh, right now, the difference in the game for Franklin County only being down six as opposed to maybe 16 uh, here at halftime. A couple of huge threes for him. Coming off the bench and uh, really provided the spark for Franklin County, and like you said, allowed them to play even and stay in the game going into the third quarter. No uh, doubt about it. As the fourth graders wrap things up out on the floor, we'll step away uh, briefly. Come back. We'll get ready to go with half number two. Talk about what these squads need to do. What do these central need to do to hang on to the win, and how can the Wildcats get back into it? You're listening. The Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. What the Fumella? Have you tried the new Fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. What the Fumella? Get your business on the fast track to success in 2023 with fiber-driven technology business solutions from Great Plains Communications. Our fast, reliable internet will give you the performance that only fiber can provide with the full suite of services to fit every industry from small businesses to large enterprise. All this delivered by a local company with over a century of experience. Join our network of successful businesses. Make the switch today at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Curtin Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is 50 years old. 
Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Hurt and Elko, celebrating 50 years of business. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And welcome back, Hoop fans. Halftime just about over here at Wildcat Gymnasium at Franklin County High School. It's the East Central Trojans with the 21-15 lead. Both teams now uh, back out of the locker room getting last-minute instructions. Trojans taking a few cracks at the basket, a little shoot-around there, and Jerry, if, if the Wildcats are going to get back into this thing, uh, they're going to have to continue with that stingy defense that we saw. Um, but then they're going to have to let—they're going to just have to let the ball fly. We yep. saw them get to the free throw line. They got more aggressive offensively, looking for their shot instead of looking for the perfect shot. Um, I think if they can continue to do that, that's a path to get back into it. What do the Trojans need to do? Well, they, the, the, the thing is, they have no points. Neither team from uh, inside in the paint or underneath the basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's coming from beyond the arc and at the free throw line. Uh, it could be come down to who, who maybe can possibly find an inside presence here in the second half. Uh, Cole Week got the ball a couple of times down low, didn't look real comfortable going to the basket. Um, I'm a proponent of like what you just said. Put the ball on the floor and drive to the basket. Good things more than likely will happen every time. You're either going to make it, you're yep. going to get fouled, or, or both things will happen. Um, there's not a lot of room to do that uh, when both teams are packing that zone in as thick as they are. So this game may continue to be just a battle of outside shooting and uh, turnovers. Second half action underway in Trojans. Trying to get something going there and a double dribble call. Don't see that called too very often. They had a design play set up for Reese Hofer to get an open look on a three, but he just momentarily lost the handle on the ball for just a split second, and that put that play into disarray. That was a set play coming out of halftime. Count that as a stop for the Wildcat defense. Let's see what they can do on the opposite end. Quickly down into the far corner, Eli Butt. Bring it back up top. Tanner is going to give it back to Eli. Eli down below the free throw line and kicks it out to the near wing. Did not draw iron. Good-looking shot, though, but off the mark from Gilman. Trojans back the other way. They work the ball around the arc. Still having issues navigating this fluid 2-3 zone. And there's going to be a whistle away from the ball called against... Stevenson, 33. Said he bodied Cole Wheat as he came around the corner there. So the Trojans will inbound underneath their own basket. They go right up top to Bizonka. He lets it fly from there. No good. And uh, a rebound for Stevenson. And a nice reverse layup this time. Jerry, they're able to get down, get their offense down before yep. the transition defense could set up. And it's 21 17 now. That basket scored by Butt. Neither one of these teams here in the first half plus have shown any propensity at all to want to try to 
get up and down the floor, uh-huh. run, press, any of those things. And that largely might be because of the volume of misses. <laughs> Dylan Maxwell with a three there. That straightaway three increases the lead 24-17 for the Trojans. Eli Butt, to your point, walks this one up the floor, gets across the timeline, sends it off to his right-hand side, and they dribble it back the other way. Quick inside and out. Back inside, Stevenson turns, sends it to the far wing. They dump it down low, but couldn't handle it. Tanner Wirtz was there. Tried to get it down to him and uh, just lost a handle out of bounds. Good pressure on him by the East Central's defense. So a turnover for Franklin County, an empty possession. Gives the Trojans the ball again. Paisanko on this near wing. Finds a soft spot, gets inside, and kicks it back outside. Three ball, hard off the back iron. Trojans are going to maintain possession, though. Paisanko has to pick up his dribble. He's going to get it right back on the near wing and let it fly again. That one's pure. Back-to-back threes for the Trojans, and it's a quickly a 10-point game, 27-17. And one about a minute and a half ago, it was down to three. A three-point shot. Wildcats are going to have to be really careful here to stay in contact. They need a basket here in a big way. They go down on the baseline. Wirtz gives it up. Butts, three ball, got it. And there was a period of time in the first half that went this way where they traded yep. three-point baskets. They seem to be doing it again. It's a seven-point game, 27-20. And man, did the Wildcats need that basket in a way there. A little more sh- still in back in that 2-3 zone is Franklin County, but it seems a little more spread out now. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a that possession there. Pazanka gave the ball up at the top of the key. If he breaks right down the lane to the bucket, He's got an easy layup. Instead, he tried to go the hard route, taking a baseline drive and dribbling it off his own foot. It's a turnover for Wildcats. But up top, Tanner screaming for it inside. They don't see him. They will work it back around the arc now towards the near side. But two steps in, down below the free throw line. And he tried to pass that one back out as the defense collapsed on him. Hard foul there. And he... uh, That's three fouls on Carson Pazaka. He'll have to come out as Joel Richter will come in. So that now's your chance for Franklin County the rest of this quarter. Yes. Pazaka's going to be sitting more than likely. Now's your chance to really get back in this game. They get it in cleanly. They go to works they kick it back out for three and this young man landed johnson will not stop his third three-pointer this afternoon and he comes at a big way when the team needed it the most back-to-back threes yep. for uh, the wildcats and a timeout on the floor 27 23 trojans clinging to the four-point lead here on country 103.9 wrbi and online at wrbiradio.com we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. 
Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you in part by Great Plains Communication, Ice and Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, and Margaret Mary Hell. Wasn't that long ago we were talking about a 10-point lead for the Trojans, but now that lead's been slashed to six. How'd that happen? Landon Johnson, another big three for his team. He's shooting 75% from beyond the arc today, three out of four. When you call it the great equalizer, it's definitely been on display for the Wildcats. Kuhn lets one fly from the far corner, no good. Rebound down to the Trojans. They're still with it. Cole Weed, a great job there, surrounded by three Wildcat defenders, got that offensive rebound. The Trojans reset it. Bring it back up top. Of course, as you mentioned, Paisanka now sitting next to Coach Disbro. And this is where you need somebody to step up and make a bucket for your team with your leading scorer on the bench. Maxwell on the near wing. They go to the opposite wing. There it is. Hofer drains it and hears it from his teammates as they let out a deep hold. Let him know. Yep. 30 to 23 is back up to a seven-point ball game. And that was almost NBA range. He was way away, and just a little bit out of control was Eli Budd as he was charging to the lane. They call a foul, and he got bailed out. We are close enough to hear both coaches. Yes. <laughs> and voice their displeasure with the, some of the refs' calls. Johnson, heat check was off. He wanted to yep. get this, keep his team in, and that one didn't draw iron. And back the other way, three ball from the far side. These Both teams now falling in love with the distance shot. I don't know why, and I've said this for years doing games, if some of these guys would follow their shots, mm-hmm. they would get so many offensive rebounds, it's ridiculous. I, I'd say it probably no less than a half a dozen times a day. If the guy who shoots it would have followed his shot, he'd have had a rebound. A miss on one end of the floor from the Wildcats. Quickly back the other way for the Trojans. And a foul against Cole Wheatley as he was. Mazzocco's going to check back in here momentarily along with Brady Moorhead for the Wildcats. They say the foul was on the floor. I thought yeah. he may have been going up, but got him just before he could. Yep. Kind of went up to catch the pass and... Uh, the Franklin County player kind of submarined him a little bit. 30-23 with 2-10 left. Quick quarter here in uh, the third. Bizonka back in to try to guide this offense. Corner three on the way. No good. Rebound. Wheatley got a hand on it, but he couldn't squeeze it. It'll be a wildcat ball. Coon, I think, yeah, Coon's going to probably sub in and out for Bazonka the rest of this quarter, offense for defense. I think you're exactly right as Coons comes back in to anchor this defense. And Eli Button walks it up the floor with 150 left. They get right inside the zone and goes right into the chest of Wheatley. 
Does number 23, Brady Moorhead. A lot of fouls in this game. Listen, a lot of fouls. You're going to wear that number 23. We expect you to do something like yeah. drive it right into somebody's yeah. chest. Moorhead. Good on this first free throw. That'll bring it back to a six-point game. And Interesting. Uh, Coach Mark Foster has got his water bottle here at the end of the scores table. Comes down to get a drink and then has a couple of words for Carson Bazanka, who I'm sure he probably coached at East Central when Carson was in junior high or younger. Misses the second free throw. Trojans now on offense. A nice putback there from Cole Wheatland. Excuse me, Cole Wheat. I apologize. And Wheat doing exactly what you said about tracking his own shunt. Yep. Three ball from Eli Butt falls flat off the rim. Nice give and go. A distance pass from Kuhn to Bizonka and another nice finish. And it's a 10-point game and a timeout on the floor. That happened quickly. Yep, four quick points for the Trojans. Give them a little breathing room. 34-24, Trojans on top on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball being brought to you this afternoon in part by Gehrings Pharmacy, excuse me, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt Nelco, and Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. Just a minute 10 left here in the third, and Trojan's been able to protect this lead, although the Wildcats have chipped away at it at times, have brought it down to a two-possession game on numerous occasions, but each time they do, Trojans pull away again, and it's a 10-point game now with Wildcats got it down to four to start the quarter. Trojans got it back to ten. Wildcats got it back down to four. Now it's back to ten again. Wildcats with the ball. And at the they ended that first half being a lot more decisive with the ball, where they wanted to go, and now they're back to a little looking indecisive in terms of what they want to do with the basketball. But dribble drive inside, kicks it back up top for Moorhead, and his pass is stolen. Got him crossed up, going behind his back, did Maxwell, and Maxwell gives it up. Hofer, Maxwell, Kuhn. Going to back it out now, I think, Terrence. Half a minute to go here in the quarter. Yep. I think you're exactly right. Ball. Just outside the center circle as it rests with Maxwell. 14 seconds on the clock, and the Wildcats are comfortable with letting him Whole serve, if you would. Trying to find, almost turn it over, Hofer, and they do turn it over. Nice play there from Butt, but then it was stolen yep. again. So a little sloppy way to end the quarter, but the Trojans do what they need to do to maintain that 10-point lead, 34-24 after three. We'll be back for the final frame 
after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. For 90 years, Marker Mary Health has been serving the community with quality, compassionate care. Today, that commitment is stronger than ever as they continue to invest in and improve services to better serve the complex needs of the community. Although Margaret Mary is proud of their rich history and all they've accomplished in the past, they're even more excited about the future and their ability to provide outstanding care for generations to come. Margaret Mary Health generations of care southeastern indiana's sports voice is country 103.9 wrbi wrbi's presentation of high school basketball brought to you by sei fiber from southeastern indiana remc uh, mary huntington all-state insurance and ivy tech community college a shot and a miss from the wildcats to open up this fourth quarter trojans get the offensive the defensive rebound, rather, and bring it back up the floor. They go inside quickly to Cole. Cole gives it up. Goes down in the corner for Kuhn and back out. Trying to work around this arc and a reach-in foul. It's going to be called against Eli Butt for the Wildcats. He pleads with the official to no avail. That usually is what happens, to no avail. <laughs> now you're right. You know what? I'm going to take it back. No foul. <laughs> Doesn't that doesn't usually happen that way. And it doesn't stop for trying the next time either. No, nope. And it will go on until the end of time. <laughs> what? Me? A foul? <laughs> they work it back inside for Cole Wheat again. And he attracts a crowd, as you can imagine. And Johnson's going to foul him. And there will never be a coach that ever agrees with a foul call, probably, either. Oh, no, no, no. Every time a. I, Coach Disbro and Coach Foster are working on their vertical here today because every time the whistle blows, they're up in the air. Same thing is true in football. I was yep watching the f- footage for or the, the coverage for Wild Card Weekend, and Tim Hasselback was explaining away Dak Prescott's interception problem. <laughs> and the host of the show said, imagine that, a quarterback that says the interception yeah. is not the quarterback's yeah. fault. Yep. How do you explain that away? <laughs> he threw it right to the guy. Now, there are some that are uh, tip passes. Sure. That happens. Three ball from the far side of the floor. No good. Hit off the side of the rim, and the Wildcats get the rebound, but then Foul called against the Trojans. They kind of force him out of bounds. Try to trap Eli Butt on that sideline. Here's what you don't want to do if you're East Central. Commit a foul. And uh, Disbro, Coach Disbro just throws his hands in the air, puts them on his head. and Ten-point lead in the fourth quarter. You don't need to be committing fouls. And you never like to see fouls 90 feet away yeah. from the basket. Yeah. Yeah. You know, play good, tough defense, but don't commit any fouls. Right down the lane, dish off inside, and a nice two-point basket there 
Tanner Wirtz. They've been looking for him inside yeah. like that a lot tonight and finally got one to go. Nice feed from Quinn Gilman. Really good look inside. Cole Wheat down on the baseline. Gives it back up top for Kuhn, who works it all the way around. They come to the near corner now. Out on the wing. Kuhn's up top. Kazanka's going to get it from him. Eli Butt gives him a little chicken wing to keep him from going inside, so he pulls it back out and resets. They're going to try something again. Six minutes left, fourth quarter. East Central leads by eight. Eli Butt can't believe it. That's going to be, I believe, his third. Third or? Yeah, I guess the third. And he's had the same reaction every time, like everybody else does. Hands, hold your hands out to your side. Hey, I never touched him. Trojans get the ball inbounds cleanly. But the problem with the game of basketball that's evolved over the last few years is mm-hmm. it's become incredibly physical. Yes. On all levels. And it's just unfortunate because basketball is designed to be a non contact sport. And it's anything but nowadays. Nice cut from Maxwell to take the feed and. Distribute right into the cylinder for another Trojans two-point basket. And that pushes it back to 10 on the opposite side of the floor. Wheat commits the foul, his third. And that'll put Eli Butt on the line. Misses the first. He's got one more coming. Blake Stevenson checks back in for Franklin County. And Eli Good on the second. Got a timeout on the floor. We'll take one as well. 36-27, Trojans on top at Country 103.9, WRBI, and online at WRBIRadio.com. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WI presentation of high school basketball brought to you in part by Luke's Beef, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, and Batesville, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep. Terrence Arney alongside me, none other than Jerry Singer. 36-27, that's the score with just 5.27 left. Wildcats are going to have to get something going. They need stops. They need baskets. And the Trojans up by nine. And that was not what nope. the Wildcats need. A foul committed there. That was on Stevenson. It'll be a simple side out. That'll be his fourth. And he doesn't even want to look to the sideline. Stevenson after committing that. Yeah. Next foul, the Trojans will be shooting one and one. They're screaming for over and back. Coach Foster can't believe that one there either. Trojans working it around just below the free throw line was Cole. He gives it up top. (laughs) And Pizanka, spin cycle, bucket. Wow, what a move by Pizanka. 
Got him in the spin cycle just below the free throw line and laid that one in nicely. Speaking of nicely, Tanner Wirtz doing work inside. They trade baskets. That's not going to do the Wildcats any good. 38-29 with four and a half left to go. Working around the arc are the Trojans. Looking for some space inside. Hofer on the near wing. Tried to go inside. Comes back out. And Pazanka putting moves on top of moves to try to shake butt off of him. Butt stays right with him. Then he gives it up. Does Pazanka to uh, Hofer. And he gets fouled by butt. That's four on him. Coach Foster, if these guys ain't careful, going to be going a little deeper into his bench. Got two guys with four fouls. I think he's going to just have him play through it. Rees Hofer makes the free throw. His ninth point of the day. Back to a 10-point game, 39-29. Four minutes left. And not only will Butt stay in with those four fouls, because there's going to be time come tournament time where you're just going to have to play through some things. Yep. Coach is not always going to be able to save you and protect you. 11-point lead matches the Trojans' largest in the fourth quarter here. Skip pass down the lane and kicks it outside. Three ball, near corner, no good. Fighting for the rebound. It will end up with the Trojans. And Wildcats are losing their mind. The if there wasn't a loose ball foul there. They are collectively losing their mind. The whole gymnasium come up out of their seats there. I kind of was blocked out what happened by Coach Foster, but obviously nobody happy right behind the bench with that call. And on the opposite end of the floor, it's Paisanka that gets fouled, and he'll shoot too. He's asking for an explanation. And that referee's talking to wasn't the closest one to the play. But I really don't think that matters. They just want to chew on an official's ear. Well, you made the point. It's a physical game now. You know, and that play, sure, 10 years ago, that's a foul. But today, that's basketball. The game has changed. Not for the better, as far as I'm concerned. Way, way too physical. Well, when you look at the next, especially when you go to the next level, when you're talking college or even pro ball. And it's a trickle-down effect. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, any time that, you know, if you use the term bully ball, that's a football term. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be a basketball term, but there are teams out there that will play bully ball. As they go inside, do the Wildcats for words this time. He can't get that one to go. You can hear the coaches on the East Central Blitz hollering at Wheat. Straight up, straight up. 41-29, 319 left. Whatever rhythm this game had earlier is going by the wayside. A whole lot of start and stop as the Trojans bring it up the floor. Paisanka goes to Kuhn and they had a man down low, but nobody saw him. Coon for three. Way off. Front side of the rim, no good. 
putback, also no good, and a scrum for the ball, and they are letting them play. That was a clear example of them letting them play right there. Carson Bazaka got grabbed and slung, <laughs> and they call a jump ball. Could be a makeup call. Could it be. happens. It could be. It could be. We don't don't think it don't happen. Just under three minutes to play. This ball comes in to Cole Wheat. He's able to secure it for the Trojans. And then a mishap at center court. But he's going to have his pocket picked if he doesn't care for it. And he does. As works, they're going to say that Wheat was out of bounds bounds when he touched the ball. Great hustle play by Wheat. Really, really a great hustle play. Diving to save it. But the refs say he was out of bounds. And it was Wirtz that had been the beneficiary of a steal, but he was dribbling upright, had no idea that East Central Trojans player was coming up from behind and able to tap it away. And as you mentioned, Cole tried to save it, but he said his foot was on the line. They are uh, getting it from both coaches. <laughs> they can't win for losing. They can't no. wait for this game to end. Yeah. Bounce pass inside for Wirtz, and he gets fouled. That was a... Uh... Connor Kuhn forgot where he was at. He thought he was on the football field as he grabbed Wirtz, put him in a bear hug, and then one of those, I never touched him. I, I was going to say he got fouled, but I, I really should have said he got mugged. Yeah. Yeah. They may press charges. He looked like he was going down a dark alley. Yeah. Meanwhile, Butts through the lane, jump, step, foul. It is definitely gotten physical but and it was before the fourth quarter but you know jerry when i see a game like this that turns that physical i really honestly have to put the earnest on the rest because no absolutely you've allowed play to be so Mm -hmm. physical yep that now the the players are pushing the envelope and and the players and the coaches pick up on that and they tell their kids yeah to play more physical they you know the referee's got to keep control of the games early yeah Exactly. And it's been physical from the start, and it's gotten even more physical here. Eli Butts from the free throw line. The second one is good. 41-30. It's been an 11-point lead throughout. It's it's shoestringed back and forth, though, at points in time. It's been a four-point game, a six-point game, but it seems to always end up being an 11-point game. That's it for number 14, I believe, Eli Butt. Yep. He comes straight to the bench. Vanover will come in. So Vanover. They saw some action early. But yep. Butt leaves with nine points, tied with Johnson for team high for the Wildcats here today. As hot as Johnson was, I was surprised that they held him in check here in the second half. Yep. Good free throw shot there from Hofer and misses that one. Wirtz gets the rebound, 12-point game, their largest lead of the night. Quickly into the offense. And Moorhead, I believe they were yelling for Moorhead to take that shot. Yep. Or to make some type of offensive move. Eventually does shot no good. Works the rebound. Put back no good, but he's fouled on his way up. They let a lot of time run off the clock there. and To the point now where you got to get down the floor and start chucking up the threes. Yes. 
And that starts here with see if Wurtz can convert these free throws. If he makes them both, it'll take it back to 10 as the lead is now 12. All the way around the rim and down. That one goes. Hazanka comes back in for East Central. Kuhn goes out. This is that one. The back iron saved, but directly to the Trojans and a foul call. That'll be against Moorhead. Yeah, Trojans are shooting two the rest of the quarter, which consists of a minute and 50 seconds. Trojans got nobody on the line for this free throw. They're all huddled up with Coach on the yep. sideline there. Hofer, 12 points on the day. Had a nice day. Carson Bazalka, 19. Misses that free throw. Wheat goes down hard, but quickly gets up. Those two have 31 of the 43 East Central has scored here today. A nice wraparound pass there for Wirtz, but Wirtz can't finish, but he is fouled. Drive a coach absolutely crazy. Up 12 points with a minute 40 to go, and you commit a foul. You give the team a chance to score without the clock moving. And that just has been what this second half has been. Um, I made mention of just no rhythm to it. Yep. It's been because of the frequent fouls. Works missed them both. Rebound Trojans. Cross-court pass here to the near side. Hofer hands this one off, and Pizanka gets a push in the back to help him to the floor. That's just a fourth on Moorhead. Well, I believe the streak will continue. I mentioned earlier that Franklin County, as far back as I went, has not mm-hmm. yet beaten East Central two times in a row in basketball since they became a high school and. Unfortunately for Coach Foster, the injury bug and this sickness is four of his players have obviously been their demise today because they really they brought Johnson off the bench and he gets some big threes for him but just could not find a rhythm at all on offense. And that'll go against East Central on Cole Wheat. And, uh, and that's the uh, Wheat'll done. be disqualified. Yep. yep. <laughs> and he can't believe it. I don't know if Mark Foster can believe it on the Franklin County bench. One tw- <laughs> Looking up here at me and smiling. One twenty-five <laughs> on the clock. 43-31, the game that will not end as Wirtz steps to the line. Coach Dismo's got to get another player on the floor, I believe. Yep, here comes Connor Kuhn. I think they've got it all together now. We're going to assume they do. And for these Trojans, they are poised to get a a victory here. Their second conference game victory in as many tries. Works too hard on that one. 
But the Wildcats get the rebound. They go back. Works fakes the three, dribbles inside, then kicks it outside. Coach Disbro screaming, no foul. You might even be able to hear him. And we got a timeout yep. on the floor for the Wildcats. We'll take one as well. 43-32, Trojans' largest lead of the night. Right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you in part by Garing's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt Melco, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick. I'd like to add real quickly, Terrence, uh, mentioned Brand Ernell a couple times, outstanding young man, athlete here at Franklin County High School, uh, right there here below us in a walking boot. He has accepted a uh, Division One scholarship to play baseball at George Mason University. So congratulations to Brand Ertle. That's a fine, fine accomplishment for that young man. And that speaks directly to uh, a point that I've just been harping on all season long about multi-sport athletes yep. versus specialization. That's a perfect example there. Let's. What if he specialized in basketball? Yeah. And he misses his opportunity in baseball. Yep. Long three by Vandover and is off the mark. East Central with the rebound. Under a minute left and a f- trap, or the full court pressure attempted a trap. Did the Wildcats and Moorhead, I think he might just be disqualified. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. That's five on Brady Moorhead. So a team that already is shorthanded. Two players have been disqualified, and they bring in Rodriguez, who started the foul woes for this team. (laughs) He picked up three in about the first five minutes of the game. And that free throw literally touched every part of the rim. Peyton Hofer gets in a scoring column. 44-32, and one more shot coming. And he drains that one for the Trojans' largest lead of 13. So the Hofer brothers combined for 14 points here tonight. Hard foul there. and That'll send Dylan Maxwell to the line. Maxwell took exception to how hard the foul was. But there was a display of sportsmanship afterward. My bad was uttered. I'm not sure if that's... Always does enough. Carson Allen is going to check in for the Wildcats these last few seconds. 5'10 freshman. Dylan Maxwell's free throw is good. And this is the second. Dylan's got eight points on the day. 
Rodriguez with the rebound. The Wildcats want to quickly bring it up, but they should quickly, they do get a shot up from the wing. No good. Rodriguez inside with the putback. 46-34 now and full court pressure by the Wildcats. I think Coach Foster just yelled what Coach Disbro's been yelling. No fouls. Yep, they're just going to let it run out. It's 15 seconds now. And Trojan should be able to dribble this one out inside 10 seconds. And they will. So on this chilly Saturday afternoon, Trojans come to Wildcat Gymnasium, get their second conference victory on the season. They improved to three and eight on the year and Trojans, excuse me, the Wildcats rather, they fall to 8-5 and five after the 46-34 victory here at home. We will send it back to the station briefly, come back and tie a bow on this one on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Green fed, farm-raised beef by Dale and Randy Lutz. Free from any hormones or growth stimulants. Cut at local processors. The dream dinner. Well, you're in luck. Lutz beef is for sale. Lutz beef can easily be picked up any Wednesday and during Saturday auctions at the Lutz Auction Center. Right off Highway 1 in Dover. Get your fillets, ribeyes, roasts, stew meat, ground beef, and so much more. They even have quarter, half, and whole beefs available. Lutz beef, make it what's for your dinner. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your question? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. Uh, welcome back, Hoop fans. We've got a final for you here. 46-34 Trojans take care of business here on the road, win their second conference game of the season, defeating the Franklin County Wildcats. Didn't really know what this game was going to look like, mainly due to the Wildcats' inability to, to um, 
put their starting squad together, so to speak. Yeah. Injuries and, and illness um, put them in harm's way. Really and, hampered them early, yep. And the Trojans were able to, to come in off of uh, maybe riding high on a two-game win streak and um, take care of business. It was relatively close through the first two quarters. And, in fact, more importantly, in the third quarter, the Wildcats came out swinging and cut this thing down to three or four. Three. We got it down to three at one point. And uh, the Trojans not willing to relinquish that lead. In fact, they never trailed in this ballgame. No ties either outside of 0-0. It was a wire-to-wire victory for the Trojans, and they did uh, just enough to keep the keep Franklin County at arm's length, if you would. Yeah. And uh, the game pretty much ended the way it began. Well, if, if Franklin County could have found the, I don't know what it was, the uh, rhythm there, a little medicine early uh, before they brought Stevenson in off the bench and hit a couple threes for him to kind of get him going, um, that 11 to nothing leave is really the difference in the game. The Trojans finish up winning by 12, so they pretty well played even with them after that. But, you know, unfortunately, you can't take that away. And it took them a while to, to find their rhythm on both ends of the floor. And uh, let's say Coach Foster starting four new guys here tonight, uh, four kids, four seniors battling either injury or illness for him here this afternoon. So, but what a gutty performance by his crew, guys that probably may not even have seen uh, any varsity action at all up until this point, and probably very little for a lot of them, but yes. uh, got some good play. They hustled. They played hard, which is what you want to see. And like you said, Trojans never trailed in this game. Um, you know, they got to that 11 to nothing lead early, and that's pretty much where it stayed. You said they got it down to 3, and it go back to 10, and they cut it down to 4, and it go back to 10, and then they got a nice quick start at East Central early in the fourth quarter, and Franklin County never can really get much closer. Uh, Pazanka, Carson Pazanka, the sophomore, led East Central with 19. Reese Hofer uh, chipped in with 12. And then for uh, Franklin County, Johnson, three threes off the bench. And Eli Butt had nine. And uh, Quinn Gilman had five. Wirtz had six there in the fourth quarter. But uh, East Central got that big league, and as hard as they tried, uh, Franklin County cannot overcome it. And East Central gets their third victory in a row. Uh, I know schedule-wise, counting this game here today, Franklin County's got six of their next seven at home and then seven of their final ten here at Wildcat uh, Gymnasium. So uh, that is a nice little uh, boost for the guys, knowing they're going to have a lot of uh, home games coming up down the stretch. You know, going back to last year, uh, you know, Franklin County is really, for the most part, since they've opened the school here, really struggled on the hardwood uh, Coach Foster has really seemed to do a good job. Uh, Coach Eric Eberns here before him uh, left him in a pretty good shape last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he won that 15 in a row, and he beat two of the teams in the sectional last year that pretty much have owned the sectional in 3A the last several years in Batesville and Greensburg. Yeah. Had a big lead against uh, Lawrenceburg early last year in that sectional final, but just could not hold on. So, Seems to be on the build here at Franklin County for the basketball program, which is great to see. I know we've talked about it in football before. I, I, I'm one of those guys that you have your favorites, but you want everybody yes. in your area. You want all the conference schools uh, to do well. And it uh, looks like Mark Foster's got things going in the right direction. Uh, but a little shorthanded today, but still his guys played hard, which is good to see. And you'll you'll take that, even though no, I don't. 
I, I'm a firm believer in what most coaches say. There's no such thing as a good loss, but uh, your guys played hard today and they competed after that rough start. So uh, that says a lot for his kids and kids that don't normally see uh, varsity action. And those individuals got some good varsity playing time, some good varsity experience that who knows may come in handy in tournament, yeah. tur- tournament time down the road. You don't know who's going to get in foul trouble. You don't know who's going to be available to you. Yep. Um, so maybe uh, today's performance goes a long way of assuring things up for that Wildcat squad. Again, it's the Trojans. They get the victory here 46-34. to And we want to thank our sponsors once again, Lutz Beef, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gehrings, Baseball Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, and Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns, Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Community College. So from all of us here at WRBI, including Skyler back at the station, sir, thank you so much for keeping us on. My esteemed colleague to my left, Jerry Stinger, this is <laughs> Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.